My name is Tori Chase, and welcome to my podcast called In the Meantime, a lifestyle and personal growth podcast for single Christian women over 40 who are actively waiting for a spouse and what that life looks like in the meantime. So let me tell you a little bit about myself and about the podcast. I am again, Tori, single Christian woman over 40, no kids. I know. How did that happen? Well, this podcast is going to look into that. Let me tell you a couple of stories that were the impetus really for this podcast. So last fall, I met a guy on eHarmony. For two months, we talked video chat. He's 32 years old. He told me the entire time my age wasn't an issue. He's dated younger. He's dated older. We both had great conversation. And then we met at Christmas. Yep. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. That's exactly what happened. And the very next day, he said, among other things, an incompatible, you know, something that made us incompatible was the fact that we had this age difference. I was like, what? So for two months, you've been telling me otherwise? I'm like, okie dokie. Fast forward about a month and a half. I have a really dear friend. She wanted to set me up with one of her friends who's 37 years old. And so he asked me a couple of questions, trying to figure out how old I was. You know, you know the deal. When did you graduate from high school? When did you graduate from college? And so once he figured out I was a few years older than him, he said, you know what? I'm only going to pursue friendship with you because I want to be romantically involved with someone my age or younger. No problem. I said, I'm not looking for any additional male friends, so I wish you well. And that was that. And so what I found in being involved in social media groups like on Facebook or in other places that are made up of mostly Christian people is that there are a lot of older Christian women who may not speak out all the time, you know, because we're living our lives and we are used to the, oh, I haven't been married. Oh, when when am I going to find my spouse? Like we've been dealing with that since our 20s. So, but some of us are now questioning, you know, how do we continue to wait during this prolonged season of singleness? You know, what is our real purpose if what we have been dreaming about isn't going to happen? You know, what should we focus on? How can we rev up our life? You know, should we be traveling? Because some women have been waiting to travel until they've had a significant other. And so this podcast really is about how to actively wait. We're going to be, you know, taking time to have introspection, really reflecting on areas in our lifestyle and personal growth that we could possibly improve and get more satisfaction So this isn't going to be what we analysts call, you know, admiring the problem set. We get that a lot on social media groups, and there's a place for that. You know, people can be encouraging to other people. I get that. But we're going to be about, you know, getting a lesson and then taking action because we recognize that we want more and just to be more satisfied, to be more joyful in our life. And so... There are a couple of areas that I've identified as I've done my own personal self-reflection while I was recently in Afghanistan. There are two areas, lifestyle and focused preparation. And what do I mean by that? Well, lifestyle, there are different areas 
where I can improve, whether it's beauty, fitness and health, um, my brain, my improving my mind, really focused on purpose, building a business, money, travel, lifestyle topics that we can improve upon. And then a focused preparation is really taking that time to examine our self-worth and reflect about whether we're emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and physically prepared to attract that future spouse. And I know you're saying, hey, Tori, there's a little bit of overlap there. There's physically prepared fitness and health. What's the difference between the two? Well, the difference is the lifestyle is really going to be focused on what makes you happy in that area of life. And and focus preparation is really about getting serious, thinking, am I mature emotionally? Am I spiritually prepared to be someone's spouse for the rest of my life? Am I mentally prepared for what that's going to look like? Am I physically prepared just to connect with a spouse? So those are the differences. So we're going to you know, take some time to get some lessons from any one of those areas. We're going to take action. And then we're going to have a word of scripture at the end and reflect on that just a bit. So what does... You know, why is this podcast unique? What's unique about it? Well, if you look at the singles groups in church, as I've done, as I've grown up in them, and I'm sure many of you have grown up in them too, it's mostly 30 and under. If you're fortunate to find one that goes up to 35, like young, professional, career, going up to 35, then that's great. But once you hit 35, you should have been married because we're not focused on you. You are basically an outcast in the church. And the only church that I've seen do this right that I've really been a part of was McLean Bible Church in Northern Virginia under Pastor Lon Solomon years ago. They had groups, you know, 20 to 30, 30 to 40, 40 to 50. I mean, it was it spanned the gamut. So you could literally be in more than one singles group, you know, depending on your maturity level and how you vibed with the group. So that was really great. But today... Uh, we're seeing, you know, groups that really focused on the younger crowd, even online in some of these groups. Again, a lot of it is geared towards a younger audience. And even the books, you know, written about singleness that I have read, and I haven't read them all, but again, they seem to be focused on a younger crowd and not really on anyone over 40. And recently I attended a church in my parents' town where they live and there was no singles group. And we asked the senior staff, uh, why isn't there a singles group? And they told us point blank that they're focused on families at that church. It's like, okay, you know, what are the statistics of this church? Do you have single people that attend this church? The answer is yes, they did have singles people that attended, but that's just, they just weren't a priority to the church. And it's, it's kind of hard to understand the reasoning behind that. I know there's a lot of families that attend church, and, and that makes up a bulk of the church. But it's not everybody, especially in a country in the United States here where I'm at, where a lot of people are single. Probably the majority of people are single. And so I want to create a community where older women can 
you know, join, bond, and we can reflect on our lives and we can take action to get more satisfaction out of it. We really want to break our own stigma of being over the hill, you know, um, despite what men and society tell us. So what is the action that we should do this week? And I think what I've been saying all along is reflect. Are there areas that you believe you can improve or you want to see a change or you just want more out of in your life? And I know right off the top of my head, there are a few areas that, you know, I've taken issue with, mainly fitness and health. When I was in Afghanistan, I gained seven pounds and it's not too bad. I could still fit into all my clothes. But then I came home, gained another seven pounds because I was eating all the food that I missed while I was in Afghanistan. So already I'm like, oh no, I need to lose like 20 pounds now. So I've been working steadily on that. I have muscles now and it's feeling good. So fitness and health is really what I want to focus on. And clothing, fashion, Again, I came home, I looked at my wardrobe, I said, there's really no wardrobe here. I'm the type of person that likes to wear comfortable clothes, but even though my mother taught me a little bit about clothes, I don't really feel I have a good grasp on what I should have in my wardrobe. So I really need to learn about that. At 40, shouldn't I know this stuff, you know? And there's you know a few other things in my life, also spiritually, just really getting to know God on a more personal level and focusing on how he is showing himself to me in my day-to-day life. So there's a lot of things that I've been reflecting on, on how I want to really focus and improve and just be a better version of myself tomorrow than I am today. So if you have no issues, if you're thinking to yourself, I'm an amazing woman, as we all are, but I believe it. I live it out every day. I'm constantly bombarded by men. They're coming out of the woodwork. I have to beat them off me with a stick. I have no issues. I can be married tomorrow if I want it. That's great. You know, fantastic. I love it. And by the time you hear this podcast, I'm going to have a website up where the podcast episodes will be there and blog posts about it. I would love for you to be on that website encouraging the rest of us who you know, will need a little bit of encouragement as we pinpoint things that we want to improve and as we you know, just go boldly in doing those things. So please encourage us. But um, let's go ahead and close out the podcast with scripture and Today's scripture is Proverbs 4:25. And what and it's from the NASB version. Let your eyes look directly ahead and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you. Now what I like to do when I look at scripture is I use the Blue Letter Bible app which allows me to read the scripture and look in the original Hebrew or Greek because the translation there is much it's unique for a lot of different words. So let's look a little bit at the translation. So eyes is your physical eyes. What are you looking at? And directly ahead is opposite to everything else. And I think that's really interesting. It's not just ahead, it's opposite. So we're looking opposite of everything else. And our gaze, the word for gaze is like the dawning of a sun. You are lifting your eyelids up 
and fixed is straight in a specific way. So what we're doing is we will intently be focused, not on what society says or what wrong men say about us, but we will be fixing our eyes, intentionally focusing on who we are as women, as daughters of God. And we will gaze forward to a life filled with joy and purpose that's pleasing to the Lord. So I hope you join me next week and in the weeks to come as we dive in to lifestyle and focus prep topics and as we take action and just be the women God has called us to be. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye-bye.